Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Oh, my goodness. Greatest weekend ever. Unreal moments. Inexcusable mistakes. And maybe the end for two of the all-time greats. No time to waste. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. All right, the one place to start is with Rex Ryan in studio with the Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Rex, I just said it. No time to waste. We spent two hours on Get Up today, and it wasn't nearly enough to dive into what I think was the greatest weekend in pro football history. And I have to start, on, maybe it's just my nature, but I have to start with the way teams allowed themselves to lose. Oh. As much as the way teams won. And I, I will, we'll take these games backwards. Kansas City, I give them all the credit in the world. Dan Orlovsky did a brilliant job of showing how prepared they were for those 13 seconds last night. The, the 180-degree opposite of what Dallas looked like a week ago in their final 14 seconds. But... Rex, to lose a game with 13 seconds left, you have to get a bunch of stuff wrong. What did they get yeah, wrong? Yeah, and, and coaching decisions. Yes. Where it started with the kickoff. You have to squib kick that thing. Put that thing on the ground. Make, make the uh, receiving team feel the football. And what are they going to do? They're probably going to give themselves up. That's going to take at least three seconds, generally between three and five seconds to give yourself up. Okay? Why is that important? Because you don't get that second playoff. Mm-hmm. You certainly don't get the field goal off. So how or, yeah. how does it happen? So we played the soundbite from uh, Josh McDermott, the coach of uh, Buffalo, after the game, in which he said, "I'll just leave it at execution, and it starts with me." Yeah, that, it, that's not an execution issue. They didn't they didn't kick it off wrong. They shouldn't have kicked it in the first place. Yeah, it's almost like like Sean probably believed, and he's a defensive guy. He knows that you squibbed this thing, right? And it's almost like. Did the kicker not not get it? It's almost like everybody else gets it and the kicker doesn't. How does that happen? I, can that it, happen? It, it can happen. Believe me, it can happen. You think you got all your guys up there and the kicker was warming up or whatever, and he trots out there and misses it. Because I've seen it happen before. Misses the call, you mean? Misses yeah. the call because it'd be like, you know what? Let's kick it. Let's kick it deep, and the dude kicks it onside. Okay, I've seen that happen before, and it's the only explanation because th- there's only one one play there, and that's the squib the kick. Then. There's 13 seconds left. The Chiefs have all of their timeouts, and that that is obviously critically important when you're doing the math because it means they can run two plays. It means they don't have to go to the sideline. It looks to me, and again, I thoroughly defer to your expertise as one of the great defensive coaches in NFL history. It looks to me like the Bills are very concerned with, A, spying Patrick Mahomes. They have a linebacker huh. on the field who's yeah. just backing up four steps and staring at Mahomes like he's going to run with it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and two, it looks like they're defending the boundary, which also makes no sense with all those timeouts left. What did they do defensively, and how was it wrong? Well, it started with a four-man rush. Number okay. one, that, that gave me an indication there could be a huge mistake. All right? And there was. Look, and I, I thought they were defending the last play of the game. 
that they assume that, well, we can just put our last play of the game defense out there. Like a Hail Mary-ish give, yes, kind Hail of thing. Yes, Hail Mary thing, give up the underneath stuff. You can't do it. That team had three timeouts. And so no hesitation. They went right to it. What you do in that situation is you put you go with you can play your last, you know, that last defense, just like they did. But you play lock. Who do you lock? You lock their most dangerous players. So you lock Tyreek Hill and you lock Travis Kelsey in man coverage, and you can still play your same zone. You only have a two-man rush. Why do you only want to have a two-man rush? Because time. You want time to come off the clock. I want the quarterback to hold the football. If I have four guys or even five guys rushing, that's a mistake. The ball comes out earlier. You want them to hold the football. And that's the thing. It's, a, it's an epic mistake. And here it is. People will say, well, that's hindsight. It's easy to say. No such thing as hindsight. It's called preparation. Right. And that, I mean, that is a loss that you are never going to get over. If you're Buffalo, your quarterback played one of the greatest games of all time. Josh Allen was ridiculously good yesterday, and he throws a game-winning touchdown with 13 seconds left. To lose that game is almost impossible, and I don't know how you get over that. Yeah, no, I don't either, because the entire talk, uh, the, the conversation would be how Josh Allen's now the best quarterback in the National Absolutely. Football League. Absolutely, and I'm and not how- sure he isn't. No, I, I, it's true. I know he's the hardest to defend yeah. because of the quarterback running game as well. But it was it's just unreal. And it's so hard to win games in the National Football League. It doesn't have to be this hard. I will make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And, and my buddy Jim Kelly, I couldn't even text him last night. He, oh. he's, he, he's living and dying with this stuff. And he cares so much about the Bills. And this was such a great opportunity. But I will say this to everyone in the Bills Mafia and everybody else. Two things. One. You have my sympathies. I, I, I don't know how right. you, as a fan, I don't know how you get over that. Two, however good I thought Josh Allen was, I'm wrong. He's better. Like, Josh, he's number one. I, last week I was saying I would take Herbert. I'm, I'm, right. I take it back. I take everything back. I would take Allen over anybody. That kid is unbelievable. His ability to do absolutely everything, his running, the, the, the tank he has for a right arm, whatever the word I'm looking for is, the, the rifle, whatever, the, whatever it is you have as a right arm I he call has. call a bazooka. A bazooka. <laughs> his ability to run, he's going to the sideline looking to hit somebody yeah. but rather than go out of bounds yesterday. I, I, there's nothing about him not to love. No. Oh, he's super competitive as well, and it, and it's just amazing. But one thing the Bills can can like, I mean be happy about is they got that man. They got that man, right? And so for the next ten years, you're going to be in the playoffs every single year. But we got to get it right. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise, right? And then then you got Mahomes sitting there, and and that is. On he goes, and, and look, I take nothing away from him. He was brilliant yesterday. Oh. That might be the best quarterbacked game in NFL history. I would agree with you. Right. Look, I've been on the planet for 59 years. I've never seen anything like it. And as a coach, I had to defend against all of them. But I've never seen a, a quarterback performance like this. On both sides. I mean, it is just ridiculous how good those two guys were yesterday. They threw for over 700 yards yesterday. They both led their teams in rushing, and there were no picks. Neither one of them threw an interception. So that, that's, that is an epic game, obviously, and, and the kind of game you're going to talk about for the rest of your life. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Then we get to the earlier game yesterday, which was nothing of the kind. For most of the day, that was a blowout. And that was the most one-sided affair ever. And the Rams just kept letting Brady and the Bucks stay in it. And in the end, they almost gave the game away. Yeah, they did. And, and look, I expected... 
the, the Rams to win this game because the matchups, Brady doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Brady's still a bad man, and he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks you know, in the league today. We all know he's the best ever, but – how in the heck do you keep fumbling the football? Yep. And, and no, like Akers, I'm going to say this about Akers. Akers was a five-star recruit mm-hmm. coming out of high school, went to Florida State. Everybody said the talent was just unbelievable, but he was a fumbler. And there's an old saying, once a fumbler, always a fumbler. Mm. Where was Sony Michelle out in that game? He had one carry. Yeah. Well, yes, they, they let him go back in. And who was doing that? Uh, Collinsworth made the point that after he fumbled at the end of the first half, he liked the fact that they went back to Akers uh, to give him his confidence back and all that kind of stuff. That's at a moment in time when the Rams were winning by three touchdowns. And, yeah. and it's easy to do that when you're up by three touchdowns. It's another thing at the end when the only thing you can't have is a fumble. Imagine that team turned the ball over four times yesterday and the quarterback was not picked. They, were four, they turned the ball over four times and there were no interceptions that Stafford threw. I, I can't remember the last yeah. time I saw that in a football game. No, especially... And the and you won the game and they won that's and they my, won, and the, they game. won the game it's, okay so but, but I haven't even seen a, t- a team fumble the ball four times right. I can't remember that let alone win a game right so it was absolutely crazy before I get to the final play I will also just say this they just flashed up some of the individual numbers on the screen Cooper Cup had was it ten catches for 189 yards if Rex Ryan was coaching that defense I don't know Uh-oh. that you would have won the game. But I promise you Cooper Cup would not have had 10 catches for 180 yards all game long. How are they letting that guy just tear them apart? Yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. But it was their scheme. And and to me, they what were... What is the scheme? Explain well, to me the scheme. the scheme. Excuse me, like, it was nine they, catches, 183 yeah, yards. Yeah, they, they want to stop the run. So the run was the first priority in it, okay? And then they're like, we'll just play our defense. Okay, and unfortunately for them, it's a bad matchup. You don't want to end up. You never want to play man coverage. Okay, against Stafford, we we saw what it looked like at the end there. But again, roll your coverage. There's ways of stopping the run and still rolling your coverage to Cooper Cup. And I I don't understand it. I really don't understand. It. And, and then there's the final play where Cup gets behind the defense. And, and oh. so I will just ask you the question that every football fan in America shouted at their television in a moment yesterday. How the actual heck yes. does Cooper Cup get behind the defense in that situation? Well, even the players talked about it. Miscommunication. And isn't that unbelievable <laughs> that you would have a miscommunication in the biggest moment? And to me, I look at Winfield. Everybody's going to look at him. Oh, he never did his job. Wait a second. He's lined up outside leverage, okay, on Cooper Cup thinking he's going to have clearly post-help, somebody, a safety parked in, in the middle of the field. All right? That's why he's outside leverage. You're never going to play straight man coverage with outside leverage. You always take away the inside. So, to me, there was something wrong there. And when you see the safety vacate the post and run down and cover the tight end in the flat, you knew it was a huge mistake. And the fact that they – I heard Bruce Arians talk about we had a blitz call mm-hmm. and we didn't all get it. Well, the linebacker certainly didn't blitz in time you know they're too late on their blitz and what that means is this you rather be early than late on a blitz you could question whether you should run a blitz in that situation or not but at least run the thing correctly which means you better be running to the quarterback when that ball snapped they weren't they were flat-footed on their heels off the ball about four yards so to me it was a disaster that's a devastating loss on both counts and it might very well wind up being 
<clears throat> the last time we see Tom Brady in an NFL uniform and typical Hembo, he's got the stat for us here. That was the first playoff game in 52 years in which a team turned it over four times without an interception. The last time it happened was actually the uh, 1969 AFL championship game between the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Chiefs turned it over four times without an interception, whatever. It's been that long since it's happened. Very quickly back to the Saturday games, which were extraordinary in their own right and yet are now basically like an afterthought. Do you think we saw the last of Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform Saturday night? I do. I I don't think he would have gone through all of the the, the things that he went through in the offseason last year. And then, you know what, he's able to walk away from this. Uh, he, he felt better about the organization. He, he talked about that. But this, te- this team is in cap jail right now. Yep. And so I don't think it's not going to have the same players. You want to come back to Green Bay without Devontae Adams? I don't think so. So if Aaron Rodgers is still going to be there, Devontae's probably not. So I don't think this is going to happen. I think he moves on. And, and so he goes out, if indeed yep. he does, off a clunker. That was not a good performance. Uh, by him on Saturday night. And then finally, going back to the early game, what do we say this morning about Joe Burrow? Oh, my goodness. I've said he's the next Tom Brady. I know. He's a higher killer. You keep saying that. And and, and the guy that – I go back to Montana, and I'll tell you why. Because the the, the similar – like the Joe Cool thing, but but he also was kind of – He's kind of built like Montana. You know, he's not the biggest, the strongest, the strongest arm. He's just got that kind of moxie, whatever it is. It, it may be yeah. a distinction without a difference. Go ahead. I just see the face yeah. in, in, the, in the, the biggest moments, the competitive moments. I went against Brady for all those times. So mm-hmm. that's why I draw yeah. back to the Tom Brady comparison, the height, the way he delivers the football. That's why I compare him to Tom Brady. But this guy, oh, my God. How do you win a game when you get sacked nine times? And you win a game like that because he's like, it's second and 18. I could care less. Boom. And he fires it in there. Like, this kid is, he's crazy. He's crazy. Where do these kids grow? Like, where do they get all these young quarterbacks? Yeah. It's amazing. But, but this guy, he, he takes a backseat to nobody. Think about the AFC right now. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, right. Lamar Jackson, Am I forgetting anybody? That's five. There are only 16 teams in a conference. Five of them have quarterbacks who are 26 or under, or 26 and under, uh, and are that level of good. I mean, it, it, yeah. Uh, and, and the funny thing is, guys that were drafted ahead of those guys, uh, Tua Tonga Valoa and Baker Mayfield, right. Sam Darnold, were drafted ahead of these guys. Right. Why? How? And Mitch you, Trubisky you is the that. other one, was Mitch drafted Trubisky, ahead of you Mahomes. You can't do that. It, it's remarkable. Rex, you're the best. Thank you so much, my friend. Oh, always my pleasure, morning. Greeny. It was, and great to have you here. Safe travels back home here. You know that several industries are projected to grow this year? If you own a business in one of these growing industries you need to hire, go to ZipRecruiter. They find qualified candidates for your job fast. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. As we roll on, we'll get the hashtag cruise takes. We'll give you my takes, and we'll have time for your takes as well. We're wall-to-wall on the greatest weekend in NFL history. Next, it's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greenie, G-R-E-E-N-Y. I wasn't planning to do this, but as I bring in the assembled members of the hashtag crew, Hembo is here, Baba is here, Nuno is here. Um, I just, in the break, I'm scrolling through Instagram and this little note pops up. Do you know how many years Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs? This is his fourth. This is his fourth. Mm-hmm. They've hosted the AFC Championship game all four years. <laughs> Every year that wow. Mahomes has been wow. the starting quarterback there, they have hosted the AFC Championship Man. game. And obviously, two of the previous three, they've gone on to the Super Bowl, and we'll see if he's able to make that. Three out of four. I mean, so many different directions that we could take this thing today. It, it was the, the, the challenge of this is figuring out where to go. So I, I like historical perspective. So, Hemba, where did you find this list of the greatest? Whose list of the greatest games in NFL history is this I'm looking at? This is the NFL's list uh, for their 100th birthday, if you will, like a year or two ago. Remember the Super Bowl? Sure. I think it was in Miami. Mm-hmm. They did like the 100 greatest players, their top 100 games. And I just pulled for you the list of the NFL's top 100 games of all time as decided by the NFL. So, the question is, where does Buffalo, Kansas City last night rank? Because mm-hmm. all four games were unbelievable. Cincinnati-Tennessee was an incredibly dramatic game. Saturday night felt epic because of the weather and the location and Rodgers. Yesterday, because of Brady and the comeback and then the way the game ends in Tampa, all those were really great football games. But none of them were ones where you think to yourself, is that one of the greatest games I've ever seen? And then came Kansas City-Buffalo. I almost felt as they were coming on the air, felt bad for Jim and Tony. Like, how are you guys going to top this? <laughs> well, they topped it. Um, and and th- that, that's one of the greatest games you'll ever see. So I'm looking at the list they put together here. And there are so many different ways a game can be great. So, for example, they have Super Bowl three, which is Namath, the Guarantee, the Jets, the Underdogs, all that, as the number six game of all time. Now, if you... If you don't understand the context of the game, it, it wasn't competitive. The Jets had a 16-0 lead in the fourth quarter of that game. Namath didn't throw for that. He didn't throw for 500 yards, nothing even of the kind. The Jets only scored one touchdown in that game, and Matt Snell ran it in. So it, the game itself didn't have that, but the consequence of it was so extraordinary. Then you've got games like January 2nd of 82, which to me will always be the Kellen Winslow game, which is San Diego and Miami. That was the hook and ladder game. If, if you remember watching that game, an overtime game in which San Diego had a huge lead in Miami, the Shula Dolphins came all the way back, and then San Diego winds up winning at the end. That, it, it, it didn't have the same magnitude historically, but as far as just the actual excitement of the game was as good a football game as you've ever seen. 
Number one, they have the 58 NFL championship game, which is Unitas against the Giants. Alan Amici touchdown first ever overtime in NFL history. It's been known forever as the greatest game ever played. Number two, they have the catch. Number three, they have the ice bowl. Does this game break into that? Like that's, that's the royalty of NFL history, right? The 58 championship game, the catch and the ice bowl. Right? The greatest game ever played, the catch, the ice ball. You just say those words <laughs> to anyone who knows football history, and I don't need to say any more. Is this game going to break into that? I'm going to say no. I think it doesn't. Because two of the three I just mentioned, well, one of the three is a championship game. The 58 game is the championship game. The, the ice ball is the championship game, actually. Mm-hmm. That is the championship game. And the catch puts the Niners into the, into the Super Bowl, and it also launches the era. Like, that, that decade was a dynasty. Montana's 49ers became a dynasty. That team winds up winning four Super Bowls in that decade, and it all starts there. But if you want to tell me that this game last night goes anywhere after those three, so on their list they then have the Kellen Winslow game, then they have the David Tyree game in which the 18-1, and one, you know, the Patriots were going for perfection and history and everything else. Namath's guarantee, Malcolm Butler's interception, the 28-3, all those at, at the risk of sort of just sitting here and reciting the names of games. I think the top three remain intact. If you want to put last night, let's let ourselves digest it a little bit. If you want to put last night's game as high as four, it would be okay with me. I'm I'm with you. In fact, when I came on today, I was going to say, I just can't quite put this even with Super Bowl 42 when the Giants beat the 18-0 Patriots. But I'll I'll have to be honest, as I'm watching the game yesterday, it felt like I was watching the Super Bowl. So I'm not sure that was not the best football game I've ever watched. Obviously, because it was in the divisional round, maybe it's not on a list like those, you know, in the top three that you just named because of their consequence. But I've never been more entertained watching a football game than that mattered than I was last night. Okay, and so if you know me, you should know it's no surprise that I'm going to skew to the negative today because it is a relatively well-known expression. For every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. So you can wake up this morning and you can say Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs executed brilliantly in 13 seconds and wound up pulling off a win for the ages. And Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup had the kind of moment on that connection that you, you dream about. And it's going to be one of those plays that lives forever in NFL history. And in both cases, you'd be right. But the equal opposite reaction to those plays is how the actual heck does the teams that lost allow that to happen? I go to either one. And I just talked about them both with Rex. 13 seconds left, and you don't squib kick when, I, I mean, there are like four-year-olds watching the game saying, Dad, shouldn't they just kick it like right up the middle? Like, how in the world do you leave them 13 seconds on the clock? The only worse thing you could do than what they did would be to kick the ball out of bounds and give them the ball at the 40 and have no time go off the clock. But at that moment, all you need is time to go off the clock. And they didn't play it that way. They didn't coach it that way. They didn't kick it that way. And then they didn't cover it that way. And Orlovsky did an unbelievable... As soon as that thing gets posted, or I can get it posted, I will put it on Twitter, because Orlovsky did an unbelievable breakdown of the final two plays. And what some of the Bills defenders are doing boggles my mind. What are you doing? What are you preventing? It looks like they're trying to prevent Patrick Mahomes running for an eight-yard gain. 
Like, I don't have any understanding. I don't pretend to be a coach. I don't pretend I never played the game. Obviously, I'm a fan, but I've watched it all my freaking life. What are you trying to prevent? All you need is the time to go off the clock. Butker is a great kicker. He's not kicking a 70-yard field goal. So you can't let the, the only thing that could lose you this game is exactly what they did. How does it happen? I don't get it. Leslie Frazier was the defensive coordinator. Everyone has talked about him becoming a head coach. And look, two plays do not define a person's uh, credentials or career or anything. But that's two of the worst plays ever. How do you let that happen? But I think the one of the Rams game is worse. <laughs> How do you allow the one thing? If, if you're sitting there, you say to yourself, all right, in a meeting before, I don't know, you got, all week, all they do is meet these people. If we're in a situation late in the game, the only thing you cannot allow is for Cooper Cup to get behind your defense. He had the triple crown of receiving this year. He led the league in catches, in yards, and in touchdowns. He had one of the three or four greatest receiving seasons in history. And I know he doesn't remind you of these guys, but he should. You think if Randy Moss was on that field, they would have been paying extra attention to him? You think if Jerry Rice was on that field, they would have been? That's who Cooper Cup was this year. If you're going to go down, you're going to go down with your best stuff. Todd Bowles is the defense. Again, another great defensive coordinator. People are talking about him for a head coaching job. This should not define his tenure, his legacy, or anything else. But that is a disgraceful play to give up. I mean, inexcusable, unimaginable. I don't even know what else to say. But here's the thing. Todd Bowles sort of danced with the one who brung him. He sent six guys. Todd Bowles loves But he blitz. didn't. The sixth guy didn't come. <laughs> Levante David is just standing there doing nothing. What I'm saying is they elected to blitz while the Bills elected to play way too loose. So I'm not <laughs> they, they both did the wrong thing in completely opposite ways. It drives it drives you crazy. Because there was so well, one of the things is you wouldn't do the same thing in the two situations because the time remaining was so different sure. in the circumstances and the score was different. The Ram game is tied. The worst they can do is go to overtime. Mm-hmm. The, the the Chiefs have to score or they lose. So uh, it's just crazy. Um <laughs> and, and that I'll be honest with you, those things made me insane. Here's the note. Over the last 15 seasons, there have been 62 situations in the NFL, like the one the Chiefs were in last night. Brandon, my stage manager, you ready for this? 62 games in the NFL in which there were fewer than 20 seconds remaining, a team was down by three points, and the, the drive starts with a kickoff. Okay, the other team is kicking off 20 seconds or fewer and down by three points. In those 62 games... How many times do you think the trailing team wound up winning? 62 times that in the last 15 seasons a team has been in. Brandon is guessing four. The answer is zero. <laughs> zero. None of the previous 62 teams scored on that drive, let alone wound up winning the game. It's a freaking disgrace. And look, I don't care one way or the other, but I've gotten to be very close with with Jim Kelly, and I've been talking to him a lot lately because I lost his bet to him, and I had to send him these stakes. And one one thing led to another. He and I have been talking to each other a lot. And so I was kind of rooting for them last night. I shouldn't be rooting for them because they're the Jets' rival, but I found myself rooting for them. I don't know why, but as the game is going on, I'm rooting for them. And when they win the game, which they did with 13 seconds left, I was happy. They won the game. 
How do you lose from that spot? And so, okay, let me make this the question today. I have so many things I want to do here, but I'm going to ask a different question than I expected. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. And I'll make this what's on your mind, brought to you by My Computer Career, and then we'll let the guys get in. Is that game, in your opinion, Hembo, a game that the Chiefs miraculously won or the Bills gave away? It's a game that the Bills gave away. Fair. I agree with your, your logic on that one. Okay, there's the vote. Nuno, is that a game that the Chiefs miraculously won or the Bills gave away? Uh, this is all on the Bills. All on the Bills. That's all two votes. Bills. Bubba, was that a game the Chiefs won miraculously or that the Bills gave away? Chiefs won miraculously. How do you uh, uh, please justify that position, if you would, Bubba? Ah, uh, because they still had to make the the plays. It was still insane what they did. No matter what, they had 13 seconds to do something insane. They had to go down the field, make two plays, and kick a field goal in 13 seconds. Okay, I, I'm going to make an accusation. I believe Bubba is taking that position because of what happened the week before in which the Cowboys had 14 seconds <laughs> and couldn't manage to run a second play. In 14 seconds, they got off one snap, whereas the Chiefs last night in 13 seconds got off three snaps. So it is my suggestion, Bubba, that you as a crazy Cowboy fan are, are, are want, want the attention to be on how incredibly hard it is to do what the Chiefs did last night because the Cowboys couldn't even couldn't get two-thirds of the way to it. That's my accusation, Bubba. What is your response? No, they're not even comparable. I mean, we got timeouts with the Chiefs. Not even comparable. The Cowboys didn't even have a timeout. They they, they tried a different little play. It didn't work out. <laughs> Whatever. The Chiefs had timeouts. You can't even compare the two. All right, here's why you can't compare the two. The Chiefs looked startlingly prepared for that situation, okay? I mean, I, if you're Jerry Jones and you watch the end of that game last night, you're sending Mike McCarthy a text that says, gee, I didn't think he could win a game with 14 seconds left. I thought we got everything right the week before because the preparation, look how prepared they were. The, every player on the team is jumping up and down and calling timeouts. The Cowboys were all looking at each other the week before, like, uh, are, we, are we spiking it here, or are we trying to go for the end zone? What exactly? Dak, do you have a moment? I have a quick question. If, may I interrupt the proceedings here for a quick moment? I don't know what we're trying to accomplish right now. That's what the Cowboys look like, because their coach stinks. And the Chiefs coach and their coaching staff and their players knew exactly what to do in that situation last night. That is what happened. So it was brilliantly executed by the Chiefs, but the, the Bills had to let them do it. They had to. The, the squib kick is going to... that that, that mm. The name that will go next to this game, we were just talking about how games have names, the guarantee, the Tyree catch, the, the catch, the ice ball. This game is the squib kick. It's the squib kick. I'm sorry. All due respect, Mahomes, Andy, all of them. Brilliant. Brilliant. But the game is the squib kick. Right, I didn't let these guys weigh in on the stuff that they're planning to, but they will. We got that coming up. We got to get to Rogers. We got to get to Brady. We got to get to your hot takes. We are jam packed. Greeny, the podcast.
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, it is not my nature as a, as a fan of the New York Jets to be sitting here feeling for the hashtag Bills Mafia, but I do. I just texted Jim Kelly a little note of, I hope you're okay. One of my daughter's best friends is a crazy Bills fan. I sent him a note, are you okay? Like, that's the kind of fan I am. Because I've got losses like that. Like, as a fan, those, that's a game you, ne- you will never get over. So, here's my... I got good news and bad. If you're my friend... <laughs> And you're a Bills fan. The, the good news is I'm going to be supportive of you. I'm not going to rub your face in it. The bad news is I have experience with this. You're never getting over it. Never. If you're a Bills fan, is that worse than the Super Bowl that you miss on the Norwood kick? No, it can't be. I don't know. No. <laughs> 13 seconds. I guess, I guess it can't be worse. If Norwood's kick goes through the uprights, you win the Super right. Bowl. And it does set in motion in retrospect a series of four consecutive years in which you lose the Super Bowl. So I guess that's worse. And if the Bills, but if the Bills win last night, don't you think we all consider them the favorite to win it this I year? I do, yes. Yeah, me too. And the reason is because of Josh Allen. So oh. I just asked Hembo to give me the numbers. <laughs> Josh Allen last night became the first quarterback in playoff history to throw four touchdowns and zero picks in back-to-back playoff games. His final numbers for this postseason are 637 passing yards, 77% completion, nine touchdowns, zero picks, and he rushed it 17 times for 234 yards. You, put, you do the math. I'm just doing this in my head. That's eight, eight, 68. That's 871 yards of offense that he is responsible for in two games. Two games. 871 yards. Nine touchdowns. Zero picks. They scored on 12 of their 17 offensive possessions this postseason and have been eliminated from the playoffs. The 49ers have had 20 offensive possessions this postseason. They've scored two offensive touchdowns, and they're still alive. Football is a crazy and wonderful game.
But for the Bills fans, that's where my mind always goes. Like, you know, I worked with Mike all those years, and Mike always would think of the player. How does a player – I'm sure the players are devastated. I can't relate to that because it was never my job. I'm sure the coaches are devastated. I know as a fan, you will never get over it, ever. Mark Astonow roughed the quarterback once on a fourth down in a playoff game in Cleveland. That was 1987. I've not gotten over it. I've not gotten over it. I still wake up every once in a while in the middle of the night thinking, don't hit him. Like, like I, I just, I, 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 it's still, I haven't gotten over it. The Doug Bryan game, the field goals that we missed. I, I, there's games you'll never get over. We didn't field a kickoff in Denver in the AFC Championship game. Like games you will never get over. A.J. Dewey running back interceptions in the mud. Like every fan has those games. But see, some of them have something that counteracts it. Like you're a Philly fan, mm-hmm. right? You've got terrible moments, horrible losses. Many, many. But you've seen the Phillies win the World Series. You've seen the Eagles win the, uh, an un, unimaginable Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of the Bills, <laughs> they've never won the Super Bowl. They lost it four straight years, and now this happens. So you don't have anything to cling to. I'm the same way. My team has never won it. So it's just the worst of all possible feelings. I don't even know what to say. And there's also... Like you obviously feel great if you're a Bills fan leading into your future because you have this superstar quarterback, but there is no guarantees in any of this. If you had told a Dolphins fan after Marino's second year that you'd never get back to the Super Bowl, they would have told you you're crazy. Right? Like this is a great team. This, in my opinion, was the best team in the NFL. This might be the best team ever that they could surround Josh Allen with. He makes you know more than forty million dollars a year. It might not even be possible to to build a team this good again. Like what, when you have your shot, you gotta hit your shot. No, no. What is the most painful loss of your sports fan career, your sports fan lifetime? Uh, the 01 Game 7 Yankees uh, World Series. Mm. I think that one hurt the most. Yep, that's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was going for a four-peat. That was, what is it, a month and change after September 11th. Mm-hmm. Plus the, just those epic games that you had, the mm-hmm. Mr. November, the yep. like all that. And then just it was so deflating to lose that series. Bubba. Most painful sports defeat of your fandom lifetime? Um, I mean, there's just so many with the the Mets and the Cowboys. I guess, I mean, I probably would zero in on the when Beltron struck out against Wainwright uh, against the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, probably that one was the worst, although there are just so many other Mets ones. I mean, they're known for collapsing one minute, um, just collapsing and losing the NL East. But that game specifically – Losing and not going to the World Series when they certainly should have was brutal and him, oh, and him not swinging. Or wait, hold on. John Starks just missed another jumper at ninety four <laughs> game seven. Like the, you know, this is what you do, Greeny. Now it just keeps building and building. Thanks, I really appreciate it. Uh, Hembo, most painful sports loss. The two thousand two NFC Championship game. It was the last game at Veterans Stadium. The Buccaneers were a huge underdog. The Eagles mustered ten points. It was a twenty seven to ten loss. That's how we closed the vet. It was miserable. That was our Super Bowl to win. I'm certain we would have beaten the Raiders in the Super Bowl had we made it. But we we had to wait a, a lot a lot longer to get out. Oh yeah, the uh, Des Bryant game too. That was yep. also horrific. That yeah, was a oh. catch. <laughs> Clearly a catch. Oh. We were going to the Super Bowl. That was also. Completely horrible. Forgot about that. That was a catch. Look, so we all have more. As fans, Great we all topic. Have, Thanks. We have this scar tissue, and in Buffalo, I'm sorry, you're never getting over that game. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio, and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also, catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast.